disclaimer. Hey warriors, just a quick disclaimer before this week's episode. This week's episode is about the subject of cannabis, but the information supplied is not a substitute for medical advice. When taking on any cannabis products or making any changes to your routine, please contact a medical physician. This conversation is merely just two MS warriors that are friends talking about how cannabis personally helped them and their experiences. If you would like to implement CBD or hemp into your life, please ask your neurologist or physician first. Thank you. I hope you enjoy the episode. Hello, Warriors, and welcome to the second episode of Spilling Tea with Roxy. Today, I'm super excited to be joined by a fellow MS warrior, a cannabis advocate, and a freelance writer. You can find him on Instagram at MS and Cannabis if you don't know him already. Please welcome Brandon. Hey, Brandon, how are you? Hello, I'm great, Miss Roxy. How are you? I'm fabulous. I'm so excited to have you on the show today. Thank you for giving me your time. I really appreciate that. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm so, so grateful. Thank you. Um, obviously, we met during the pandemic on Instagram. We connected um, and we've been speaking about MS ever since and cannabis, but our viewers won't know anything about you. So could you tell the viewers a little bit about you your own MS story and who you are. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I was diagnosed back in 2010. Uh, I didn't know what was happening, so I kind of just had to go with what the doctors were saying. Uh, it was a pretty quick process. It took me about five days to get my diagnosis. And then uh, I had to figure out a way to get medicine because I had no insurance, uh, no way to uh, see doctors, uh, on a regular basis. So wow. for about the first three years, I was in a clinical trial. And then okay. after that, I finally got my insurance, which allowed me to open up more doors for uh, the neurologist I have now. It got me into better treatment plans. Um, it's just been a much better process since I, I qualified for my disability here in the US. Uh, but for about the last seven years, I've been just trailing, getting worse and worse. So I had to figure out a way to not bog my body down completely with pharmaceuticals because at such a young age, knowing that I'm going to deal with this for the next 30, 40, 50 years, I knew I didn't want to just be taking pharmaceuticals. So I had to figure out a way to make cannabis work better for me. Um, I understand that. It worked out a lot better switching off of medications and getting more into cannabis. Um, but other than that, for the, about the last 10 years, I've just been trying to eat better, eat healthier, and, and do regular exercise. I know that sounds so cliche, but it's the truth. No, it helps. I agree. I agree. Um, how old were you when you were diagnosed with MS? I was uh, just, just about 30. Oh, wow. Yes, that's roughly the kind of time frame that most people are diagnosed with MS. I think it's like between 20 and 40, isn't it? And um, so like me, you're not massive on pharmaceuticals, like as in um, 
you know, we don't like to bog down our body with a lot of uh, toxic chemicals and we do like to eat well and exercise. Um, and you mentioned that you use cannabis to help you. What do you use cannabis specifically to help um, symptom wise? Like kind of what symptoms do you think that it, you know, assists you with? I completely replaced all pharmaceutical and all over-the-counter pain medications with cannabis. I don't take any pain medications whatsoever, not even aspirin. Um, so that, it helps with big time. It helps with my insomnia and it helps with my inflammation along with spasticity. I mean, that inflammation and spasticity kind of go hand in hand, but yeah. No, I love that. I love CBD for spasticity. It kind of calms my body. I get loads of tremors and shakes. And if I take like CBD oil or something, it just relaxes my internal system and my nervous system. So I totally advocate for CBD, especially for that particular symptom. I think it's pretty amazing. Um, so do you use a particular kind of uh, hemp or cannabis to assist you? Are you a... Sorry, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. <laughs> are you a smoker? Are you an edible person? Are you an oil? I kind of like all of the above. Um, I, it's whatever mood I'm in. I know that specifically edibles and anything that I eat or ingest um, uh, orally, that typically helps me sleep better. And I don't okay. usually do edibles during the day. Um, and then, uh, depending on what strain I'm using throughout the day, I'll use it in the morning to wake up like a cup of coffee or a cup of tea. And then same thing for the afternoon and the evening to rest and relax. I'll use, uh, more of a nighttime. Do you find that edibles are stronger than uh, smoke or do you think they just hit you quicker? <laughs> I'm kind of a bad judge of that. Cause I'm a, I'm a weak, I'm a weak weakling. Uh, I take a little <laughs> bit of edibles. And I am like zonked out. But yet when it comes to smoking or, or uh, uh, using the oils or anything like that, I mean, I could smoke all day. But yeah, if I eat, if I eat just like maybe 20, 30 milligrams of edibles, oh man, I'm out. <laughs> See, I've never really tried edibles personally. Um, like, because obviously we don't really, obviously, as you well know, like anything with THC in the UK, especially because that's where I'm from, if my listeners don't know. Um, it's not legal so we don't get to do that but we do have CBD oil which um, is good it hits you straight um, I think 20 minutes and I feel the effects on that um, obviously I find that Americans are mighty lucky with having so many states that actually have it at a level of legalization so that you can medically assist yourself um, obviously, we're not so lucky in Britain at the moment. It's not legal here. Um, we do have a strand of legal cannabis, um, which is called Sativex, which is a spray, but it's not readily available, and it's only available to MS patients for specificity specifically, and only if your neurologist is like, yeah, sure, we believe you can have it, which is probably a 2% chance over here in actuality. And that's frustrating because I looked recently at statistics and one in every five people with MS um, uses cannabis to assist themselves in the UK. And um, obviously, as you can imagine, that's not legal cannabis. So it comes with its risk. And its risk can be anything from like what's going in your body. And as you said, like 
we're trying to avoid having toxic elements in our systems. So if you're buying street cannabis, you don't know what you're smoking. So I'm very much about advocating for legalization in the UK um, because it does help so many people and so many people do take it illegally. And in actuality, I think it'd be better if it was legal. Um, obviously, I don't know how long America's had legal cannabis for. How do you think that's changed so many people's lives over there? Obviously, well, I know that California's had uh, medical cannabis laws on the books since 1996. Most oh, people wow. didn't know that, though. Um, and it basically started in the San Francisco area because... Um, AIDS patients wanted access to medication that made them feel better instead of all the pharmaceuticals, which normally they couldn't even afford anyway. So yeah, kind of started in that area. But a lot of people don't know that California's had legal medical cannabis since 1996. Wow. That's, that's I incredible. Know, right? I just learned that a couple of years ago myself. <laughs> Interesting. Obviously uh, revolutionary at the same time. Obviously, you said it helps with spasticity and stuff. Um, what do you personally do with cannabis? Because obviously your name is MS in Cannabis, and I know the listeners are interested in what it is that you personally do with cannabis and how you even came about being MS in Cannabis. Um, I just kind of started typing back in 2015 and find that, found that no one was using that name. So that's how that kind of came about because it was really simple. I had MS and I used cannabis. So I thought, well, let's be literal. Um, a lot of people think it's Mrs. in cannabis. So they assume that I'm a woman, but that's okay. Oh. Um, but, uh, but no, it just kind of came about real simple. I was, I was writing for an online publication and we parted ways. And when we did, I decided to just do my own thing. So uh, since then I kind of, just been advocating for the multiple sclerosis community and how uh, uh, cannabis users and MS patients can kind of link up and maybe they can help each other type of thing. Um, okay. And then I started writing uh, a little more heavily within the cannabis industry and then working within marketing in the cannabis industry as well. Again, like you definitely believe that how beneficial this is for people around the world specifically and especially America you reside in uh, Arizona obviously you guys have legal weed over there which is incredible can you imagine smoking in a scenic backdrop like that is an amazing experience um how how has it been getting cannabis medically over the pandemic uh, really simple. Actually, a lot of the places, the laws here do not allow for drive up, drive through, or you're not allowed to, you have to go inside the facility behind locked and closed doors to retrieve your medicine. Well, when the pandemic hit, they loosened all that up real well. Like someone like me who had a hard time getting in and out of the car and couldn't stand outside, um, they would come out to my vehicle when I showed up. So it kind of it worked out okay for me. I know a lot of other people would tell you different because they had a lot, a lot more difficult at the time, you know, getting down to certain places because other facilities uh, uh, weren't open, like certain bus lines weren't running or certain cab companies weren't doing their thing anymore. So it was harder for, for a few, but as a whole in Arizona, the dispensaries really stepped up 
and tried to do what was right for the patients, making it easier to order online, easier to come and pick up, so on and so forth. Yeah, that's amazing, because obviously a lot of people are going to be in that vulnerable category and assisting them in that is like amazing customer service, which I actually think that the hemp industry does have. Like it really does care about the people they cultivate for and they definitely care about the people that come and spend their money. And I found it a fascinating place of love and community and connection. And do you find that you've kind of found a community through cannabis and um, having MS like with your health and stuff like that? Do you think that cannabis has given you a community of people that kind of understand kind of not necessarily what you deal with, but kind of what you deal with having a condition in the, with your need for cannabis? Yes, I would say on a small level, unfortunately, like every industry, it has its ups and downs. You know, you've got your people within it that are just there to make money. And then you've got your people within it that are just there to get stoned. So you got to <laughs> find a, a road in the middle there. And I don't have any problem with either of those. If you just want to get high, that's fine. If you just want to get stoned, that's fine. But, you know, the, it can get inundated sometimes. No, I get that. I get that. And what is it that you're smoking right now? Because you're smoking right now as we speak. What are you smoking? Right now I am smoking CBD that is ready and available to be sent, shipped, purchased all over the world. Yep. Hemp. Okay. Hemp. It doesn't get you high, but I can honestly say that in the last 10 minutes, because, you know, I'm a little nervous doing this. I lost that nervousness. Um, I feel a little more relaxed. It de definitely gave me a little head change. Um, I was trying to hold off on ingesting any cannabis since like way early this morning. So that way I could kind of see how it really felt all by itself. And it's great. Yeah, it's CBD, hemp CBD. Yeah, I love, I love CBD. Um, Bud's a bit of a risky thing over here. But obviously, like I said, she's the oil. Like you, um, I... Personally, my story was like I had a lot of anxiety and depression with my MS. Obviously, you know, it goes hand in hand with MS. Um, I don't know if a lot of listeners know, but MS has the highest rates of depression over any illness. So it's a real thing that we deal with. And um, CBD oil has been the one thing that's allowed me to come off numerous medications for my anxiety and my depression. And obviously, as you know, with medication, they interact with each other. And it took me to a dark place and CBD oil kind of showed me the light and has allowed me to know my life's not perfect. My walking's a bit off still, but um, it's allowed me to see a bit more joy in life, experience a bit more joy in life because I'm experiencing life and I'm in the now more because I'm not living just in an anxious state 24-7 like a deer in headlights. So... I think it should be ready available to everyone. Um, there's a few companies over here that sell CBD oil, but I think um, we should have a range of products like you guys do. But I think they're finding it hard to um, legalize it. It's weird because we do cultivate um, hemp and cannabis over here with THC levels and with no THC levels, but we ship them worldwide, which is weird. But that's the... Um, strange environment that is the british law um, yeah i have never understood that since you told me about how they can grow it there but they can't do anything with there so they have to ship it out I, yeah. it's so confusing to me 
<laughs> there's only like a handful of people that even have licenses. I think there's less than the amount of fingers I have on my hand. So it's um, almost like um, controlled by a certain group of people and they make a certain, like, certain level of money and um, they ship it out worldwide and they make the money, but they want to make the tax. They want, they um, haven't been able to figure out how to make that money for themselves, the government. And I know well, what's been reported, because I'm not a reporter, but what we've heard in the cannabis scene is that um, they have um, sold a few companies to the US in hopes that the US would help them create or cultivate a way for them to make money to possibly, in the future, figure out a way to legalise it, which I think is overdue, because we both know nicotine and alcohol is the worst drug for anyone to consume, but that's fully legal where something that's just merely a plant is not. So it's um, a strange thing. And obviously, like, if I go out and buy weed or anyone that has a health condition over here goes out and buy weed, we're literally a criminal and we will get in trouble for it. And that's um, something you don't want to worry about when you have a condition. You don't want to think, oh, what I want to do is make myself feel good and feel better. But if I do this, I'm risking jail or a charge or an offence or even some sort of kind of, you know, getting told off. Because <laughs> you really just feel like you're doing it to help yourself and to better your life. And there's a whole like community over here of people that um, believe that should be legalised. And we've got the 420 celebrations every year where we get together and say like legalised cannabis, especially for people with illnesses. But we're still waiting and we're hoping that now it's 2020 that somehow they'll think that, you know, to be modern and more futuristic and maybe just legalise the plant that's helping so many people. But I don't know. Personally, I think it's more about taking money from the pharmaceutical companies. They're not really yeah, the nail on the head right there. <laughs> nail on the head. It's all about the money. As soon as they can figure out that of how to tax it and how to make their money, the government, I mean, as soon as they've yeah. got that figured out, then yeah, the floodgates will open up. But because they don't have that quite figured out and they can't quite regulate it, and even if they do legalize it, you're going to have a bunch of growers doing their own thing. You know, it, it does. It becomes kind of crazy because you're like, well, all you need to do is make money and then we can all get it. Uh, I don't like <laughs> that theory. Yeah, right. It even looks like, can we just grow our own plants? Like, you know, like a solo plant. It's like, it's really weird. Like, no one's saying that anyone should be getting, like, growing licenses on math. But surely, like, you should have, you have to have cultivate your own personal level just to treat yourself in this herbal way. It's crazy because it is just... Well, that's what's great about the U.S. is in the states where it's, it's they are either have recreational or medicinal cannabis, um, each state has their own different ones here in the state of Arizona. We are allowed as a, I have a card that allows me to go into the dispensaries and I could cultivate 12 plants inside my home up to 12 oh. plants. Wow. Yep. That's cool. I would, I would do that. I would do that. It'd be beneficial. I think it'd be beneficial to even learn the process itself of how to grow and how it's um made because obviously licensing with weed is the most important thing especially with someone with an illness and um you're getting to see exactly what goes into what you're consuming and i think that's kind of priceless exactly exactly 
Okay, so I want to know, like, what are your favorite weed consumption techniques? Have you got any favorite products that you love? Is there anyone that you particularly go to in Arizona that you feel like is like the best place to buy CBD from? Um, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. As far as cannabis strains are concerned, there are so many. That's a hard one to answer. So you kind of, you have to know your grower and you have to, you have to know whether you want to be asleep or awake. And with yeah. that, you can kind of try to pinpoint, but to, to tell someone, oh, I like OG Kush or, oh, I like um, uh, Granddaddy Purple. That's hard because depending on what region you come from, it could be totally different. So the levels could be higher or lower. The terpenes could be higher or lower. Um, and that really depends on what sort of feeling you're going to end up getting. Now, as far as CBDs are concerned, hemp is hemp. There are 20 strains of hemp. That's the great thing. There are, you can't just have a bunch of different strains of hemp. It's hemp. So yeah. I go to one place specifically, and that's Hempful Farms. Represent. <laughs> <laughs> whoop, whoop. Hempful Farms. They have amazing CBD products. And they, they don't have every kind of CBD product, but I bet you if they didn't have it and you asked them, they might make it. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. Honeys to suckers to coffees and teas and CBD drops. Uh, one of my favorite ones is, I'll just kind of flash it real quick. It's a hemp CBD. Oh, that's really bad. You can't even see that because it's so <laughs> white. But it's a hemp CBD patch, like a, sub, uh, uh, a dermal patch. Okay. So yeah, it's not, you don't put it in a spot that has the pain. You put it on like a vein, uh, your back where you've got a lot of, of, of veins going on and a lot of blood movement. So that way it gets in your bloodstream and these things last for eight hours. They're great. I've never seen anything like that before. Like I've never seen like a CBD patch. Like, I think that's incredible. Like a slow release, especially for someone getting on a plane something from oh, traveling things like that yep you, know? you just slap it right on get on the plane you, no one will bother you it doesn't smell not, none of that it doesn't smell like weed there's no it, yeah no it, it smells okay. medicinal because it's a it's a patch so you're saying to me that hempful farms if i've like if i've got an element or an issue or something like that i can talk to them email them call them up speak to them and they'll assist me helping me get the best product for how I feel. Absolutely, they will. The owner is himself um, a cannabis user. He has uh, he has Crohn's, I believe, is one of his okay. main issues going on. So he's been a cannabis user for many, many years. Um, and yeah, they're they're a great family. It's family owned and operated. Just good, good people. And yeah, if you email them, contact them in any way, uh, they'll be glad to to answer any questions that you might have. Okay, cool. Um, just for the listeners that are hearing, um, I will put the link to them and their website and stuff that Brandon's talking about below the video or below the podcast link so that you guys can check them out if you want to. That's for my US friends only. Sorry, guys. Um, and the UK guys, I will find something different to show you guys um, that is CBD related for you. But for my US fans and friends, um, the Hempel Farm link will be below. Um, yeah, no, amazing. Um, so 
what well some of our um listeners have asked a few questions about weed um and they want to know what we thought about a few things so i'm gonna ask some instagram related questions um one follower said what is more beneficial with cbd the hemp buds or the oil the oils for sure anything extracted is going to be more potent okay um, yeah just period in anything if it's an extraction from it they've taken this and they made very little from it because they squeezed it all out oh fab See, i didn't even know that and i take it so that's like incredible information to know because i didn't know that like i need to know that um another question that someone asked a really random question is have you tried concentrate weed or dabs for pain relief see i haven't personally because obviously as you guys know i'm english we don't have legalization or things like that but how about yourself yes uh i definitely prefer um the concentrates uh over flowers when it comes to pain now long term Let's go back. I'll go back to the edibles because I know if I take a little bit of those, they'll last way longer. But then again, you know, I can't just do that during the day. So yeah. if I need relief in the middle of the day and I have stuff to do, yes, I will most definitely use the concentrates. They work a lot better, faster, like super quick. Okay, that's cool. Do you find that any of the cannabis stuff works well with your rehab? Like, obviously, we both do a bit of physiotherapy. Um, to aid our life with MS. Do you think it helps any way in that? Because I find it helps me um, loosen my muscles enough to actually continue movement sometimes in my body. Do you feel like it helps or aids you in any way yourself? Absolutely. I have to medicate um, at least an hour before going to my physical therapist uh, because if I don't, then I'm just like stiff as a board. So no, if, if I medicate prior to, I'm able to do a lot more, more with my arms, more walking, stuff like that. Oh, that's incredible. That's very amazing, actually. And I think um, I have the same kind of feeling. I think sometimes I feel locked up as a human being, kind of internal. Um, my joints lock up. I can't really move. Sometimes my right leg has foot drag, foot drop, stuff like that. And I think just a little bit fever just relaxes me internally. I don't know if that's an anxiety relief that it does or whether it's natural internal relief, but it does assist me in just being able to get for a day. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. Um, okay, another question that someone asked was, what was the best strand for inflammation? And that's a hard question to answer, I think, in a sense. That is, that is. Um, I, what I did is I did a little bit of research to make sure... Uh, because what you can go with is instead of saying what strand, what, what, you know, whether it's OG Kush or whatever name that these people have come up with, um, you, you try to find out what terpenes are in there. And the easiest okay. way to explain terpenes is terpenes are literally in everything we ingest. Everything that comes from nature has a natural oil to it. There are numerous different kinds, but the best that work for, um, let's see, where is it? Inflammation is myrcene, M-Y-R-C-E-N-E, myrcene. Cool. That one, and then um, 
the other best one for pain that goes with that is beta carophylline. Beta, beta carophylline. When I send you some information, I'll make sure that I spell that out properly for you because <laughs> I know I'm probably Thanks. butchering the, the, the words. But no, those, if you can find strains, and, and when I say strains, yes, if you're going to use cannabis, but let's be honest, with, with terpenes being in everything and you don't have the option to use cannabis, find what terpenes going to work for you and then find the natural thing you can get. The oranges, the lemons, uh, black pepper, ginger, those things all have amazing terpenes in them and you can get them basically anywhere and those are all legal everywhere. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, just try to find a strain that's got the terpenes that will work best with your body. And again, that's kind of a process of finding out what does work best. Uh, okay. And I think that's also kind of answered the what strain other than a hybrid would be good for MS symptoms. Now, I didn't really know that. Obviously, I can't buy strains, but I feel like what you just said with the terpenes and stuff would probably ease a lot of those symptoms. Um, correct. One person asks, after you smoke, do you find you shake more when relaxed? Um, personally for me, yes, but for about five, 10 minutes, I always thought it was, um, my nerves trying to relax. Um, it'll go from tightness and when it loosens up, I'll get like a, a shake. Um, I've relaxed into that more now as I've got more used to taking in TV doodles like that. But I just feel like for me, it's just a release of tension inside my body. How about yourself? Oh, no, I can agree with that 100%. It, when you, you had asked me that question a while back, and I, I immediately answered no. But then I had to think about it. And the next time I smoked, I went, you know what? My, my heart rate does increase a little bit. And I get a little <laughs> bit excited right away. And then it sets in and I calm down and my, then my whole body can relax. But yes, there is that minor tremor right in between being anxious and totally calm. Yeah, I agree. Absolutely. And it's a weird thing because sometimes I'm around someone else and I'm like, can they see this? Can they see me shaking <laughs> my heart go like that? And I'm like, trying to relax. And I'm like, calm down. Calm down, rocks. It's fine. It'll be fine. And then you get this <laughs> ultimate calm. And then like, it's like someone switched the lights on. It's really weird. Like someone turned the light on and you feel calm, relaxed, more focused and more able. In a sense, to me, I feel more able. And I, like, love weed for that. Like, I cannot wait for England to catch up with the rest of the universe and figure out their stuff so that I think everyone should be able to access it because I think it's just amazing. I think granddads should do it, grandmas should do it. I think it's helping kids around the world. It's incredible because CBD is not a drug in my eyes. It's like, it's a plant. There is no psycho... Some, I can't say the right word, MF brain. Um, there's no psycho brain effect. You're not feeling high. And I think that is kind of something that has a stigma on it. I think people just hear cannabis or they hear weed or they even hear hemp and they think stoner. They think all you're doing is doing it to get high. And it's not necessarily the case for a lot of people. A lot of people are just doing it to survive. It's not about getting high or feeling monged out. It's a very English word for being seriously high for the people that don't understand. Um, 
And I think that um, we need to change the how it's seen in the media, how it's seen around the world a bit, that people can see it not just as like old school stoner in Woodstock kind of mentality, because it's not, it is about that for a lot of people, but it's not about that for so many people. And especially in England, we're getting penalised for how people view things. And uh, I think it's about time we change. Yeah, it, it does take time to try to change people's minds. Um, it, that's, that is the hill to climb. You know, you've got a, all the stigma behind it of if you have that green leaf, it must mean you're a pothead, but, you know, that's just not the case. And you just have to kind of wait for education to kick in. But the best part of doing that is your advocates, your local people, your grassroots people that are there in the UK who have probably been growing underground for years. Yeah. Those are the kind of people that are going to help change minds because even, even though they may seem kind of out there, the information that they have is dead on. And as long yeah. as one of the turning points here in the United States was when Sanjay Gupta, he's a doctor that is regularly on CNN he came out with a documentary. It was Weed 1 and Weed 2, I think. Soon as that hit the airwaves here in the United States, grandmas and mothers and fathers who had hated cannabis for years changed their mind. It changed oh, wow. how they thought about it because they saw, oh my God, this little girl in Colorado used to have hundreds of seizures and now she takes this little bit of oil and now she has like no seizures. Yeah. Wow, it's not just smoking dope you know it's actual medicine no i agree i used to pass that all the time with ms and actuality and cannabis has helped me stop that um i went drug free for two years and all i had was cannabis and i've never felt better um obviously that works for me i'm not saying it's going to work for anyone else but all different we all have different issues we even all manifest MS differently inside us as well. Our symptoms are not all the same. We don't all do all the same things. But for me, I don't know exactly why, but it just seemed to assist my healing and my journey pretty well um, for myself. And I'm very grateful for it being available to do that. So like, I won't Absolutely. have to. Absolutely. Um, so you obviously have a Hempful Farm t-shirt on. And you showed me a few products. Can you tell me like any more products that you thought would be cool? Anything else you'd like to say about that particular company? Um, yeah. Actually, yes. There was one thing I did forget to mention and it's these CBD, they're gummy chews. They're like little, just like uh, gummy vitamin type things. But okay. It's got CBD and melatonin in it. These I use religiously every night. Okay. I love I love them. It's only like twenty five milligrams uh, per chew, and I take two of them every night. Oh man, they help me. They help me sleep like nobody's business. <laughs> and that's great for someone who likes to smoke. Like, cause not everyone likes smoking. Smoking's not yeah. especially nicotine. I don't know how Americans smoke their weed per se, but in mm -hmm. Europe, people like it's to add a, tobacco. Just a cute little gummy. Just a nice little squishy gummy. Oh. <laughs> squishy gummy. That's cute. And it's like a beautiful little blue color. 
Yeah, yeah, they, they're assorted flavors, so they got all kinds of different flavors in there. Um, oh, wow. And I, I also really, really love the pre-rolls. So I was smoking one a minute ago, but these pre-rolls um, that are coming out of Hempel Farms are just amazing. They're one gram pre-rolls, so they're huge, and it's all hemp CBD. So they're okay. available. Nothing but hemp in there. Yep, all hemp. Oh, wow, okay. So it's not mixed. We mix, we mix cannabis over here. And I don't think it's great for someone, obviously, in our position to have nicotine. I've been nicotine-free for nearly two years now. Best thing I ever did with an illness. So it's great to know that you guys have a way of smoking. Because obviously smoking can hit your system quite quickly if you want instant relief. Um, and it's nicotine-free. That's even better. Absolutely, I yeah. <laughs> Yes, you do. You are welcome to come anytime. You are welcome in my home anytime. I got spare rooms galore. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. I might actually take up on um, that. One of the greatest things with that pre-roll is Hempful Farms is getting ready to do a collaboration with a local Los Angeles rapper named Max Sean, who's okay. also put on by, I'm sure you all know, Snoop Dogg. Oh, wow. So we are going <laughs> to be collaborating with them creating these pre-rolls for the masses and they should be hitting shops in California and in Arizona within the next 30 days. And we're trying to figure out how to get them a little more global, but yeah, one gram pre-rolls perfect for feeling better when you don't want to smoke THC and have that, that uh, psychoactive feeling. These are great for everyday use and you don't have to get high. Aha, amazing. So everyone, if you need your CBD pre-rolls, head up Hempful Farms or Brandon directly at MS and Cannabis on Instagram and get some amazing pre-rolled CBD certified by Max Sean and Snoop Dogg, which is incredible, amazing news. And you should have them in time for Halloween, really. That's right. That's what we're hoping for. Trick or treat. (laughs) Yup. Okay, would you like to tell our listeners anything else? Is there anything else you'd like them to know about you or say or let us know about cannabis or just life? I mean, you pretty much hit all, hit everything, all the points there. Um, I, I really just love utilizing cannabis and then the people that it brings into my life. Um, I am very, very grateful for the paths I have crossed and those who have crossed mine. Um, it's just been an interesting journey, but because of cannabis, it has made it a little bit better to where I'm not so pissed off every day that I have multiple sclerosis. Um, But yeah, uh, thank you so much for for allowing me to come on your show. This was just so great. Thank you. No, I'm very grateful that you gave me your time. I really appreciate that. And I really appreciate you. I'm happy that cannabis has, you know, amplified both our life, especially with MS, so that we can enjoy it. It's a little bit better and I'm happy that you advocate for it and I want you to continue advocating for it and definitely continue sharing with me all the amazing things that you come across because you have taught me so much about MS and cannabis, which is your name. Perfect name for you. (laughs) Um, So um, where can the listeners find you other than MS and cannabis or... Are you open for people to message you on Instagram? What do you do? That kind of stuff. Absolutely. Absolutely. Anybody can message me any time of day. 
Um, unfortunately, I don't sleep a lot, so I'm usually up. <laughs> but no, that's the best way to get a hold of me is through my Instagram. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, thank you so much. For